You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. I was almost like live tweeting this, except to nobody, except really? myself. So, like I said, it doesn't count as That's a live tweet. This is an interesting film. <laughs> Had you not seen this before? Is this another one? I have uh, seen it before. Okay, I've seen it. Before. Everybody's seen this movie except for me. I thought I had seen it. I didn't realize how long it was. It's like two hours long. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I forgot how long it was. It's a long film. Oh yeah. Oh shit! I forgot Jeff's going to be a part of this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. So someone Joel pays, just lives someone on pays attention own, when we Joel tweet. Joel just lives on, he lives on this island by himself. No, no, we even talked about it earlier today. I yeah. just say uh, it. it, it uh, well, you're always sitting there, Jeff, so it's not like anything's different about <laughs> what we look like. It's just what you sound like. Okay. Is that I can hear you. I what? feel like that's a, a, some dialogue from like a, a kung fu movie. <laughs> it's not different what we look like. Dude, um, they were showing Enter the Dragon on, I guess, AMC or something. Cool today. story. So and we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> They were showing it, uh, uh, it was like early in the morning, and uh, I had some guys, I'm having my bathroom redone, uh-huh. and uh, just a couple <laughs> guys coming in and going out, and me and Jenna, or Jenna and I are on the couch watching uh, Enter the Dragon as we're trying to fall back asleep, and uh guy walks out of the bathroom, and he's taking like my, my old toilet out to uh, to be disposed <laughs> of, and I just hear him say, oh, Enter the Dragon, huh? <laughs> and I turn around, <laughs> except he didn't sound like that, because... He didn't sound like that. Oh, was he Canadian? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Enter the like, Dragon, eh? Enter the Dragon, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I like this karate movie. Crocky, I'm from Italy. <laughs> Italy, Texas. Italy. So, uh, how was your uh, how was your 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 weekend? Your holiday? I had a pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's still on, as far as I'm concerned. It's all have, game on. <laughs> I don't have to go back to work for another week. Wow. So I'm uh, kind of excited, kind of milking it. Lucky. Although, like I said, I'm. I'm Held captive in my own house as uh, work is being done, so I can't leave. Yeah, which <laughs> poor, poor Joel. I know I can't complain too much. I'm still not at work. Yeah, you no, were, you I, were up at the ass crack of dawn, dude, right? Like the twenty, the day after Christmas, I ended up having to work because uh, the the storms that rolled through the area. Oh, we had the, the storms. You know, if if you're listening and you don't live in the North Texas uh, area, yeah, of areas, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, we we had probably. The most reported tornadoes touching down in one day since like 1927 or wow, something. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it was ridiculous and a lot of destruction, uh, some some horrible fatalities, yeah. uh, a lot of destruction. So yeah, I end up uh, I end up waking up on. Uh, oh no! So this was Sunday. Mm-hmm. I woke up and. I, I ended up posting something on one of my radio station's Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, guys, if you're looking for some help, you know, da 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 here's where you can find it. And just kind of went on with my day thinking, okay, well, if anything needs to be done, they're going to contact their, you know, whoever, their, their uh, current events director sure. or, or whatever. At, at the old station, we had a woman named Anna who was the current events uh, director, and she took care of all this shit. Uh, no, I, I uh, end up checking my mail, which I don't have my current work like set to to go off every time I get an email from them. Oh no! So I don't get those. I don't get those alerts. Uh, and so I check my mail. And in the course of like two three hours, I missed like 
seven, eight emails Jesus. about like, hey, Joe, I need you to get a hold of the American uh, oh, Red no. Cross and da-da-da-da-da. Hey, guys, we want to put this stuff together. Don't go forward with putting this stuff on the website until Joe gets back to us with this information. Oh, and great. Calling you out in an email I thread. I was like, mother fuck. Hey, wait, that's on them, though. Like, people don't check email the way they check text. Like, yeah. This is fucking call 2015. Me. Yeah. Fucking call if it, me. If it's an emergency, don't just spam your inbox. Yeah. So uh, so I end up getting, and it became like a long work day. Like, the uh, on Saturday, I had uh, Jay had come over. Luke came by, mm. and we were just hanging out. We were video gaming and stuff. And then the storms hit, and Luke was like, "Man, I guess it's a good thing I, I left because he lives out in like Wiley." Holy shit! Luckily, nothing happened in his oh, neighborhood. Good, good. Uh, so we we hung out. We were video gaming and stuff. And Jay ended up spending the night. Like we were gonna do old school like oh, sleepover. Dude, sleepover, <laughs> man. Why don't you come on over? We're gonna we're gonna play some video Super games. Super Nintendo. Uh, and so we. Uh, we ended up playing like Super Mario Maker until fucking like 2 a.m. And I woke up the next morning and uh, immediately like I had all this work I had to do and like Jay's hanging out like ready to do some more video gaming and I'm stuck working. And so he ended up having to leave. Oh. Uh, you kicked him out because you had to work. I didn't even kick him out. I'm like, dude, go ahead, play something, do something. So I know like you're having a good time. You're mm-hmm. and, and I just all day, all day, Sarah took the baby out to see her parents and oh. then she did some shopping. Came back and I was still on the fucking computer. Like eventually, Jeez. I tell her, "I'm like, hey, I'm almost done. I'm trying to get this thing." She ended up coming over and like handing me the baby, going, "Here, spend some time <laughs> with daddy." And I'm like, "I get it. I know. I know. Like, I need to get away from from all this." Yeah. But I've just started this job and say, I'm trying not to fuck up. You, you know, you gotta you gotta put in. I, I hate to use the cliche, but you gotta put in 150 percent, maybe even 160, 175. You know what? Why cut it? Weeks? 180. Let's go with 180. Well, then that makes it sound like you've gone back around. Like 360, 180. Like if you 180% like I've, I've turned around. That means it's, that it's not like you're doing no work. I've done whatsoever. a 180. I've done a 180. <laughs> no, 360 would be I've done no work because I'm exactly where I started. Where I started. I know, I'm just saying, but he's not no But 180 done. is turning back the other way. Mm-hmm. It's the furthest way you can go before you start. That's what I'm saying. So if he's, <laughs> so if he's giving so, 180%, but I'm 180. Yeah, that's the max before I start returning back around. Or Thank you, Jeff. Back turned to your duties. That's why I like to Duty. Uh, so no, yeah, I had that going on and then I got into work today and it was just like getting on the horn with American Red Cross and with the local, some of the local malls to try to get permission to get our crew out there. Good for you, man. Uh, and then, you know, you deal with the usual starting a new job, having people that work for you that wanted the gig that you ended up getting Mm. and are basically behaving (laughs) deliberately obtuse when you want to get something done. It's like the beginning of a, of a buddy romance. Uh, you know, like a cop show. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, like you, they never liked the rookie on the first like day. You, the you know what? You're right. Murtaugh and Riggs didn't like each other mm-hmm. at first, there and then go. they became best friends. That's right. I gotcha. No, that, that makes They'll sense. fight crime together. Yeah. And they'll <laughs> draw you closer. So we got to just go fight some crime now. I can hire a burglar to no, burgle don't, you don't, guys. No, don't burgle me. I just want to say burgle. <laughs> <laughs> can you find a hamburglar? <laughs> because I'd be all right with that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I need the burgers taken out of my home. I did. I cooked some burgers up for Jay and, and Luke while they were over. You so, were a fucking cooking fool. I try, I try to be. I'm trying to be a good host. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. I am loving the grill. I'm loving the grilling life. We went downstairs to cook up some burgers, and that's when like rain started coming. Out. Like it was clear. <laughs> Walked downstairs. The moment we got to the grill, rain. And so we walked back upstairs. By the time we got back upstairs, rain had stopped. No rain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was blind melon. So uh, <laughs> so then I went back downstairs and I was like, guys, I'm fucking cooking this stuff. Nothing's more odd than like suddenly getting rained on while you're cooking burgers on a grill. Like just wet meat 
But yeah. th- it's not like the water is going to hurt it, but it's still, it's like, oh, that's wet meat. Yeah, that, no. the Cro-Magnon part of your brain, though, you know, a million years ago, that would have meant disaster. Like, yeah. the fire would have gone out. I've seen cavemen. Yeah. With, uh, who's in that? Is that Gary Busey? No, Ron, no, no, Ron Perlman. Dennis, Dennis Quaid is in that, the cavemen. Oh, what's the one I'm thinking of with one? Oh, the quest for fire. The quest for fire. <laughs> with <laughs> Ron Perlman. Yes. Uh, and so, no, we, we did some burgers and nice. stuff. Nice. Uh, the traditional holiday meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, that's kind Kind of my weekend. Like Christmas was great. The first Harper's first Christmas. Uh, I saw her dressed up in some some cute uh, oh holiday yeah. attire. Yeah, she's, that's the best part, right? She's am- it's amazing. Yeah, the just things she'll, she'll never remember except for photos. I love the outfits that Sarah Sarah got her. This one outfit that's like a big like just a polar bear. <laughs> she's like dresses up like a big fluffy polar bear. Oh. and uh, we had put her in it once, and she was like asleep. <laughs> she fell asleep in the fucking outfit. I laid her down, and her arms were still like stuck, <laughs> like oh, no. in the up position. Like it was just so big <laughs> that she couldn't fold her arms back down. That's adorable. Yeah, that's what we we are. The editing bay on the mm-hmm. Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. Mine's Jim. Yeah, that's Jim. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a we've got a new Did co-host. You really <laughs> fuck up your own name. <laughs> we got a new co-host named Jim. What uh, <laughs> the fuck? You know when you're already like three words ahead of yourself in your mind. When are you gonna say Jim? <laughs> when was that gonna happen? <laughs> it wasn't even Jim. It got merged into something else. I, I crisscrossed my uh, my words. Uh, jump, I'm Jim. Jump. Yeah, be Jim. You're gonna be Jim. I will. Uh, and this is where we come to talk about my daughter and storms. Uh, but sometimes movies as well. Uh, usually they're bad movies. Sometimes they're good. No matter what the case, uh, every week we will try to watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, uh. where you can talk back to us on Facebook. Uh, just go to – we used to do Periscope, but I forgot to bring my iPad again. <laughs> uh, but you could talk back to us on Facebook in the search bar, put in the Editing Bay, and find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us, and that's where you could talk back to us and let us know your thoughts on the movie of the week. We've also asked uh, Jeff to join us Yay. on this conversation. from I, I like to – Jeff from My Comic Life, but Jeff's co-owner, co-founder of the Next Wave Radio Network, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a big so, deal. He's Jeff. Jeff's kind of like Jeff from every show on the Next Wave Radio Network. <laughs> yeah, that's a better way to say it. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Here. Yeah, I'm, I'm there for Thank all of them. Thank you for joining us, Jeff. Yes. No. Sorry you had to sit through <laughs> is, this movie. Is that is that the name that we're gonna, we're going to call you tonight? <laughs> do you do you not want to be like uh, Jim Part Two you, or you can be Joel? No, Jonathan. I, no, I can no, call you. John I know my up. name. It's it's okay. I, as long know. as it's a J name, it's got to yeah. be a J name. Yeah, we can't break that. So uh, no, what? we can't point break it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, what Star Wars movie are we watching this week, Joe? We are going to be. Weeks, let's just keep it going, man. Just talk about Star Wars. Why not? Have you seen it again since? Uh, tomorrow night will be third time. Tomorrow night. Go see it with my brother. Where are you going? Dude, of course. Why even ask that question? Are you going to the draft house? I'm to- what, what, totally what time? a hipster. Uh, the 640, I believe. Is it 640? Because I still have yet to see it. 610. Dude, I've, come on! I've still seats. yet to see it, and I'm trying to I'm trying to convince one of my buddies to go. Yeah, absolutely. Do it now before it gets spoiled for him. That's the thing I'm worried about. Yeah. No, no, he's already well, seen it once. <laughs> I think Joel's like, no. go see it now, Jeff, before it gets spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even though you sat through that entire spoiler conversation. I know. That's yeah. a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate it with new eyes. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with one of my PDs about it today, and he was like, "It was a really good movie." <laughs> and it was like really weird talking to this guy who's like a sport, uh, like a, a 
a, a conservative talk PD, and he's like mm. talking to me about Star Wars. Uh, so yeah, no, dude, it still it holds up. That movie holds. What are you up, up. to now? Three oh, times. I'm still on three. Still on three. Three was when we went and saw it. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, you showed three days in a row there, didn't you? Yes, yes, I did. It's that type of movie, and it was. Oh God, it was so good. Uh, but uh, we're not talking about Star Wars, <laughs> and yet we are. We're talking about Point Break, <laughs> mm. uh, the 1991 yes. action thriller. Yeah, I feel like I should really be distinguished between the two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the the original Point Break. Yeah, the one that isn't seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. Oh, Ooh. it's up. Last time I looked, it was four percent. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, it, nobody's saying any good things about it. Because w- what's there good to say about it? It's a good question. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. You don't need to. If you Why saw the trailer, like you don't, you know, you don't need to see this movie. You know what? There's one thing that I like to advocate on this show is that we don't judge movies before we've seen them. That's right. Can't judge a book by its cover. I mean, we would have never seen uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. <laughs> we bring that up, but uh, that's almost two years ago now. <laughs> but still, we, we would have never seen it since. We we judged the shit ton on my comic life and uh, got no problem doing it. And it looks like shit. And I have no plans <laughs> to go spend my money on it. There you go. So bootleg it. Like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's going to go on a date. This is the, the part movies, where he cuts that and out. And he's going to be like, what do you want to see? She's going to be like, I want to see that new point break. And, and then it, I'm going to say, like, I just don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> 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 like, well, at least we didn't invest that much time and energy into anything. Oh so God, it's a red flag. Yes. Uh, yes. So much. Here's your half of the check. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. You just suddenly just <laughs> no, go no, no. Dutch on everything after that. <laughs> no, I'll pay for everything. So that yeah, way I'll I, pay for your Uber home. Sure. Yes. Yes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so no, we're talking about the original 1991 version with mm-hmm. Christopher Christopher Reeve. That's right. Another dead actor <laughs> from the 80s. This would have been a completely different movie with Keanu Reeve. It's actually my recast. And, and How pa- did you know? And Patrick Swayze. Uh, and who the fuck played Was it uh, Lori Petty? Was no, no, there? not oh. Lori Petty. The, the guy, Gary his Busey. captain, Gary, Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. Gary For Busey. some reason, I always wanted to say William Forsyth. The, like William Forsyth. Yeah. I don't know why I mistake William Forsyth and Gary Busey. Similar, similar. No, not even a little. Person. No, yeah, I'm not trying even to defend a you, and really, they're about like as far Nick apart. Nolte. I would understand if I was yeah, like, oh, and Nick Nolte. No, it's Gary Busey. Ah, same guy. <laughs> like Carl Weathers and Billy D. Williams, like early '90s. That's they're yes. kind of the same person. Very true. Um, no, Point Break. We've got uh, undercover FBI agent Johnny Utah. <laughs> It's a fucking made-up name. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. Well, I know, but I mean, <laughs> at some point you don't even try. Like that's like a that's a cartoon character's name. <laughs> it's, no, it's Johnny Bravo. That's right. Well, yeah. I love Johnny thing. Bravo. <laughs> I wish Johnny Bravo was the main character in this movie. Hey, I'm an FBI agent. <laughs> I'm an FBI agent <laughs> here to rob some banks. <laughs> um, okay, he's on the he's on the trail of of what's his name, Bodie. Yeah, yeah, Bodie Bruce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not spelled the way you would expect it to be spelled. A little Indian. Like, there's an H in there. The yeah. silent H. Yeah. For the longest time, up until I rewatched this, I thought it was Brody, like you know, from like Mallrats, Brody, but like Brody no. Bruce. Yeah, that's but, why no. they know they do Bodie. They throw a lot of bros around there. A lot of bros. Bro. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, oh, check it out, bro. Way too many because there's there's a series of bank robberies going on mm-hmm. by the dead presidents, the, 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 the sticky bandits, the sticky <laughs> bandits. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong movie, wrong the, holiday classic. The wet bandits because they're surfers, Joel. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, they're these. They they dress up. They put on these masks of former presidents of the United States. Original. Uh, and <laughs> thank you for the running commentary. Just original <laughs> plastic mask. <laughs> <laughs> Queen of Hearts, not real. <laughs> uh, and so they, they and they rob banks. And so Keanu Reeves infiltrates almost like if you're familiar with a movie called Fast and Furious, <laughs> the original, The Fast and the Furious. It's pretty much the same movie. 
Oh, except, is that really? Yeah, except at the end. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. It is kind of beat for beat the exact same movie. Just like how, how Keanu lets Bodhi walk into the... He lets him surf that the big wave at the end. Uh, Spoiler alert! (laughs) He lets him. He, you know, you got um, the uh, the what's his name character Brian, the the dead actor. What's his name? Paul Walker. Paul Walker Mm. lets Vin Diesel go at the end of Fast the Fast and the Furious. I didn't know that. It's Uh. almost beat for beat the same movie. That makes a lot of sense too. Yeah, they're even yeah. the same same type, right? Is, yeah. So Vin Diesel is, is Vin Diesel well, would yeah. be the is Patrick Swayze character. Yeah, is he a criminal. In the, yeah, yeah. Dominic Toretto. He was a he was a criminal. The, he would rob rob trucks and stuff with his crew. Yeah, wasn't it the, the Chinese gang? Yeah. Well, he his the, ri- the rival gang was the Chinese gang okay. or Japanese gang. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> Racing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Another racing. I love that. I finally got around to watching that oh, entire nine so minute clip. Good. Now I never have to see any of that. I know. It's so. <laughs> but you got to see the last one because it'll make you cry. But here's the thing, though, is that because I watched that YouTube video to prep for Fast 7. It well, worked. T- totally was in the loop. One hundred percent. Be like, yes. I know what's going. On. I know why the rocks here. <laughs> I know why they're buddy buddy. Uh-huh. I, you know that video. Like, it does a great job of summing up all the movies. Oh yeah, no, it's it's amazing. <laughs> so so summarize this movie for me, Joel. Okay. Um, Robbers, bank robbers. They haven't been caught. They've been doing this exact same thing for like, what do they do? Like one or two months or three months no, every year, every couple of years? It's every year, right? For like one to two months. Am I the only one that watched the movie? No, well, I'm not here for that. <laughs> Tell us, what's the time frame? Because it's it's the summer. They're 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 doing the endless summer. Mm. So they come rob banks for, during summertime, and then once winter starts to uh, come, they move on, and they use the money from robbing the banks to have an endless summer. That's right. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it's a romance. Much in the same way that this film is is kind of a, a it's a bromance, isn't it? It is bromance. I don't know if that was intentional or not or if it just because or, we have a female it's a, it's director. It's a bromance. <laughs> <laughs> With an H. As in Bodie? Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> Very good. Following along. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, and so uh, Keanu Reeves is an FBI agent. We know this because he yells, <laughs> "I am an FBI agent. agent." Thank you very much, Keanu. And uh, he is—he's uh, the what do they call him? He's the 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 blue flame special. He's the hot what? new blue flame special. The blue light special. That's right. Several people, or twice at least, uh, the, uh, the the McGinley. What's what's that actor's name? Uh, John, John, John C. McGinley, C. McGinley the guy from Scrubs, refers <laughs> to him. Uh, what does he say? <clears throat> Well, I guess we got ourselves a real blue flame special. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then he meets Gary Busey like two scenes later, and Gary Busey calls him the same thing. Blue flame special. Blue flames. What is that even? I had to Google it. Did you Google it? I did, and then I got, and then I decided to move on with my life. What was it? Yeah. I I didn't get that far. What? You typed it in? You didn't even find out? A a squirrel ran past me, and I immediately lost it. Well, look it up now. You took took the time to type it in and not hit one extra button. I feel like any answer I would have uncovered would be wholly unsatisfactory to. Have you ever called anybody or been called yourself a blue flame special? Maybe. Like, I don't know if that's a <laughs> sexual thing. It's, See, I, really. I don't think it is. I'm trying to figure out if it's like a football thing because they were talking about, mm. you know, they set up. His, his arm. Yeah, he's got, man, you got that arm. <laughs> <laughs> For jerking. <laughs> Why'd you take it there, man? We were all thinking it. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking it. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. I can't. No. Yeah, you can't. No, but I just I'm I'm get on the lines of what the Blue Flame special is. <laughs> I'm assuming it has something to do with his football career. Yeah. You know the um, 
So I I, well, I don't know. Sports, according to so. Urban Dictionary, oh. Blue Flame Special is an ignorant, oversexed youth, especially a male. Oh, All right. well, that actually that would that would actually make they sense. They even uh, cite Point Break as the quote: "Son, you're a regular Blue Flame Special, <laughs> young, dumb, and full of cum." Ooh, yeah. I don't I don't, wow. I don't like that word ever I, being used. I don't I don't ever want Gary Busey to use that word no, ever it? It again. John C. McGinley. John C. McGinley said young young yeah. young gun Gump. and full of That's right, young guns. <laughs> young gump. Full of cum. Part three. <laughs> full of <laughs> young young cum. <laughs> that's that's just that's, Charlie that's, Sheen. That's one of our porns. That's another one of our porno <laughs> movies that we're making. I've been recording you guys for like two years, and this is the most I've ever heard the word cum in one episode. Like in fact I what the fuck? Cut this part out, Jeff. Be, uh, speaking of which, did you guys see the pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange? <laughs> I did, and I'm trying to figure out why I'm supposed to be excited about this. Uh, because Doctor Strange, just just like with Guardians of the Galaxy, a bunch of comic book characters nobody <laughs> gave a fuck about, right. and then they made a really entertaining movie about them, so now everybody's kind of trying to jump on the obscure character train, where yeah, it's like, fucking Gambit's getting yeah, in a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 Doctor Strange, I love Doctor Strange, I've always loved Doctor Strange. Yeah, dude, that's why his comic got canceled every time they fucking started it. Yeah. Like but it's bandwagon. That title I mean, has I mean, always been. Canceled. But you can tell Marvel's been getting ready for this because he's been starting to appear in more and more comics. Yes, you know. Yeah. So it's like they aren't like flat out like putting it in your face, <laughs> but it's like, oh, he showed up in like this issue, and then showed up in this other issue, suddenly and like here and there. Yeah. Suddenly like, we want you're doing it real subtly. We're gonna take fucking Fantastic Four the fuck away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend that didn't happen. Oh focus God. on Star Wars. Yeah, that movie. That movie we'll came out on. Up. That movie came out on Blu-ray like over the past week, like while we were sleeping. Yeah, that, recently. That, that movie just came. Us, out. us and everyone else. I wonder through the release. I wonder if anyone's bought it. Yeah. There's got to be some grandmothers out there who that were like, uh, "Oh yeah, my superhero kid will movies." Love this. Like thinking it's the Avengers film. Yeah. They just see like four superheroes on the cover. Yeah. I used to get those from my grandma all the time. <laughs> I have so many GoBots. Because dude, the GoBots mom, are fantastic, though. There no, was, there was not. Dude. No, dude. Compared I'm to the fucking you, Transformers, there was something kind of awesome about the GoBots. No, there. When you want Bumblebee on Christmas, and you get, you know, the, the, their version of transforming. Hey, you lay him down. He's a motorcycle. You stand him up. He's a man. That's not exactly. That's exactly true. what it was. He had no, it his isn't. arms over his head at a wheel. There was no that's moving. That's not exactly. That's psychill. You're talking about one guy. That, that's all that mattered. That's, that's, that's I just I dipped my toe into the GoBot universe, oh. and I didn't like the taste of it. I liked I it. I had this big base, the big GoBot base. It was awesome. Yeah. And I was able was to use like G.I. Joes and stuff on it. <laughs> no, it was made out of plastic. All but right. it would live next to my G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Like, I'd have, like, all that shit. Like GoBots. We'd have battles and just stuff. just felt like the redheaded stepchild to the Transformers. You know what? This feels like the redheaded stepchild to, like, a better crime movie. Um but I can't think of one right now off <laughs> the top you, of my head. I'll tell you one scene in particular that feels like a lesser of a, of, of a better film. Uh, I feel like the dark... When, when they run for like 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the fucking foot, the foot chase where I'm like 10 seconds into it, I'm like, I'd be winded. I'd, he, Dude, got, yeah. he, he just got away. Like, Bodhi got away from me here. Keanu Reeves isn't even like sprinting. He's kind of like jogging along behind Patrick Swayze and yeah. holding his own. Impressive. Like, uh, Jumping over fences. No, but, but at no point. Like, I got to tell you, like, sometimes I get fucking... When I was a kid, when I was a kid, and like I would get in fights with other kids or whatever, and I try to like if I tried to run away, I, within fucking seconds I'd find a place where I was like, oh fuck, yeah. you know I'm fucked. I've got I'm I'm in a dead end. You turn that no dead end. There are no dead ends here in this movie. No, Gotta just opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> just just dead opportunities. But did that like throw you off while you were watching that? Like the the movie Bad Boys has a very similar sequence where yeah. like where uh, Will Smith is chasing after the bad guy who has Taylor Leone. And like that chase, that foot chase goes on forever. Uh, I can't. Did we talk about that movie? No, on have the we podcast. Done, we, we haven't talked it. about it on the we podcast. We should. I don't we think really, you guys have done. 
Or did you guys do Bad Boys 2? We haven't done any of the Bad no, Boys. Oh, we bad. haven't done any of them? Oh, oh wow. my God. Double feature. Uh, all right. So there's a scene in Bad Boys, though, where there's a very similar foot chase. and But it isn't even a quarter as long as this one. This goes on. like It's interminable how long this foot chase is. It's like the fight scene in They Live. Like <laughs> yes. Just, you you yes. think it's over. <laughs> nope, we're going to turn one more corner and jump one more fence. And, and the, I mean, God, the way it's filmed. like And I think that's part of the problem is the fact that it's... It's so like shaky. We're yeah. running after them too. That gets old after a minute. It like, does, but at the time, like I, I actually, I'll stand up for that part of the film because I feel like it had a nice momentum to it. It's a good flow. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I thought from progressive. I think a lot of the that's, that's right with the red hair. I love her. Um, there's a lot. The of name you prize to. <laughs> <laughs> Man, who is that? Is that guy? No, that's progressive. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, already. I did say progressive. Did they have? I guess it's Geico is the one I'm thinking of, where their advertising is all over the place. Yeah, they got the caveman. Yeah, they got I think the gecko. I think they're way better. Much like this podcast in podcasting or in podcasting <laughs> and advertising. Uh, but I didn't mind some of those chase scenes. I thought they had a nice kinetic energy to them, um, and especially a racing. <laughs> 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 all comes back to uh, fast and furious. <laughs> There but wasn't really a lot of chase scenes. I mean, I, the the big I can I mainly think of the big foot one, and then like mm-hmm. there's like a the small little car one that a little car that, chase that, which was the the prelude to the foot chase. True, you know. But, but even the the heist scenes, I guess, is what I'm thinking of, and especially that first one that felt a lot like the Dark Knight. I think like Christopher Nolan. Whoa, whoa, has whoa, seen whoa, him. whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, I'm whoa, gonna say, whoa! I'm gonna say he's seen him some Point Break. What? It's, Explain yourself, <laughs> like the way because it's shot. Well, uh, I mean, obviously they're all wearing masks, but there's something about because like no other fucking movie. No, no, has, no has, other movie has like, ever done masks. Like, yeah, you know, like no. the mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like you've got they call me Cuban Pete, and it's even like the way that they 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 have their banter as it's going along, and and I, it felt what, eerily what the, similar. What the fuck? No, because the banter, <laughs> the the banter in the Dark Knight is like all the guys being like. Well, boss told me to kill you. Bam, yeah. boss tells boss me to kill you. Well, the, he, I'm supposed to take out the bus driver. Bus driver. Yeah. yeah. First, the, no bus came crashing through in Point Break. But also is... But the waves did. Right. <laughs> I just... I, I think this is a. I think you're, I think you have a really bad comparison yeah. because like because because <laughs> just the, because it happens to be a bank heist. Exactly. I mean, these guys are showing like. You know, I, th- I thought it was a nice detail that they would call each other by the by the president yep. of the mask yep. they were wearing. Kennedy, where are we going? Right, exactly. Like they didn't even say names in uh, in, in the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Are, you're getting too literal. I'm just talking no, about I there's don't. an overall feeling of that scene because there are guns in a bank from the no. From well, the you know what, Joel? Stayed. By that by, by that reasoning, it's just like that heat. Spike Lee movie Inside Man. <laughs> it's and just like Heat, heat. Or, <laughs> or Dead Presidents, or like Dead One Presidents. Target. That's right. Oh man, like as in the money. Oh, is that, that what w- that means? That was what that means. I'm mean. kidding. I know. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, apparently I'm the only one who thought Dark Knight kind of kind of ripped I, it off a little bit. But I just think uh, there was also that that nice that nice little bit of uh, of, of monologue between uh, between the Joker and the 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 bank manager. Yeah, yeah. they don't we talk to Fickner. fucking anybody. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't. They really don't talk to anybody. I they, mean, they tell them to get the fuck down. There's not a lot of dialogue. They just say get the fuck down. And it's then there's monologue. There, there, but like, but like, there is. A, Jeff, you're focusing on the wrong things here. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I'm trying so hard to grasp to any fucking thing that. Would that you could use to compare these two scenes. There's a, there's a there's one shot that she does where it's 
one continuous shot, and she's kind of she's close up next to each of the robbers, right? And he has a line, and we follow him for a second, yeah. and then another guy will cross cut in front and of him, and then it kind of back it, and it, forth. yeah, yeah. It's I just felt like there was a there was a nice energy to the way that was. I'll give you shot that. And paced. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that. Can't I'm gonna give you the, the visual it. the visual styling of it, the visual presentation of it is very similar. As far yeah. as the the dialogue, <laughs> it's not the dialogue isn't the same. In fact, the dialogue in this movie is atrocious. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's there's a lot of lines, and I I, I don't want to harp on Catherine Bigelow. She's the director. She, uh-huh, what yeah. else has she done? Uh, the Hurt Locker. Yeah, that she she won a big award for. She's done a lot of. Uh, <laughs> did she do Zero Dark Thirty as well? She, no, she no, that's she the did, other. Okay. Yeah, she that, did uh, Strange Strange Days. Yes, okay. Which is so good. Some three or four like high action movies like this that you would think a Michael Bay type or a Tony Scott uh, would have directed. In fact, this feels a lot like Top Gun. Yeah, the, the 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 surfing version of Top, of Top Gun. Gun. Um, oh no, she did do Zero Dark Thirty. Did, I, did okay. she do Zero Dark Thirty? Wow, producer writer uh, is Catherine Bigelow. That would have been so weird if she went on to direct the same exact like because I remember the yeah, Locker. Yeah, no, she she directed it. Zero it's Dark, so similar. According, according to her Wikipedia page, uh, Zero Dark Thirty, she directed and produced okay, it. Okay, not as good as the Hurt Locker. Like uh, uh, I, I, interesting. Uh, I haven't seen the Hurt Locker. Oh, what? dude, really? Whoa. I I don't know. I like Zero Dark Thirty. Did you like it? I, I did. I, I enjoyed that. A lot. I thought. I mean, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was bad, but Chris I didn't Pratt. think it. I didn't think it. Dude, but still, I didn't. Th- Chris, <laughs> Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. You really think you can get him? Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I love the way he says that in that movie. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it is. But <laughs> like, who are you? He's Andy Dwyer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going Bring off back to my war. Star Lord. <laughs> my Star Child. The Hurt Locker, I think, was a little bit more specific as far as being a character piece uh, with Jeremy Renner, with mm. basically with Hawkeye and Falcon <laughs> <laughs> going to to disarm bombs in the Middle East. Uh, I thought it, I just I liked the story that was being told. There it was a little bit more introspective than Zero Dark Thirty was. Holy shit, that guy was Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just I just blew, you just pulled a Keanu. <laughs> Whoa. When is he gonna be a superhero? Uh, ooh, what they tried. Forty seven Ronin. He played a Sam like a no, super but like a real guy. like a real like a tr- like in the Marvel universe superhero. Who would you cast him as? Ah man, Let's see. okay. Like in the Marvel universe, what do we have left? I'd, I'd make him. Uh, I'd probably make him like Machine Man. He'd be a good Cyclops if we when they reboot no, the X Men. Cyclops uh. is a redhead. So good job. Uh, but there. James Marsden wasn't. Marsden. <laughs> Every time. Uh, I don't know. I I think uh, I think Keanu Reeves would be pretty good as uh, uh, like one of the members of Next Wave because there is a comic book Next Wave, which is where. The, is that name, where the name comes the from. Name comes well, it's not confusing well, when you th- try to Google it at all. There's, it? there's that, and it's also like the next wave of a video game, like Galaga. Got wave it. Wave two, wave Got three. Got it. Uh, Clever girl. Uh, there's a little bit of trivia there for you listeners. Uh, <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> but Keanu, what, what would you, what would you cast him as if he had to be a super, superhero? I'm telling you, Cyclops. All right, but if you don't, if you're not happy with that one, um, I'm not happy with it. <laughs> I'm going to uh, make about, you just keep listing superheroes. How about, how about Gambit? I'd like to hear him try to do a Cajun accent. <laughs> We already, we already know it looks good in the right, trench Jeff, coat. Uh, Keanu Reeves, what superhero <laughs> would you cast him as? I mean, I get due to his performance in John Wick, <sighs> I could see him as someone like Fool Killer. Fool Killer would be badass, or the Punisher. Why can't you be more like Punisher, Jeff, Jim? There you go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to start introducing myself as Jim from here on out and see if anybody notices. It's, you know, it's jokes on us and nobody I, Jim I, I, from I, the I, editing bay. I know we're going to get Jill for his birthday. A t-shirt of a picture of his face and then underneath it's it Jim. just say Jim. I'm with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear the shit out of it. I know. Everyone would be like, hey, Jim. And he's like, no, it's Joel. I want, okay, Lauren, Lauren when you answering. go see the movie with him, I want you to call him Jim the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead oh my Jim. god! If my if my if I do convince my buddy to go, I'm gonna introduce you. No, <laughs> oh, you fucker! You're, I'm gonna you're be like, this is Jim from uh, Next Wave. <laughs> you just got uninvited. You just got Atlantis Morissette. You're not in the. Uh, okay. I, like that, you know the, uh, I don't. No, I don't I, know the I, words. I, I, I realized as I was in the middle of singing, I'm like, I don't know any of the words to this song. You, all you have to say is you're uninvited. That's the but name of the words. <laughs> I don't even know that one. <laughs> oh, you don't? Oh, Deep God. Cut. City it's of Angels. City of Angels, yeah. Coming soon to Meg, an episode of Meg Ryan. The editing made Nicholas Cage. That was the big uh, Goo Goo doll song. Yeah. Right? Iris. And I right. give up forever to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Guilty Pleasure, should but I kind of like that song. Should we, should we get back to this Yeah, movie? I was about to say, since we're talking about music, should we talk about the uh, musician that makes a cameo in this? Who's that? What? Oh, you're talking about... Uh, yeah, Anthony Kiedis from yes. uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away now. <laughs> For a second there, I thought like it was the entire Red Hot Chili Peppers band that was about to accost him there on the beach. <laughs> because <laughs> why? Because he rode on their waves. They have like a... Oh, they have a... He's like, yo, man, what I yeah, got dude. you got to get it put in you. So <laughs> <laughs> All his dialogue would be like Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> lyrics. Is that what you would call a surf and turf war? Yes. Oh, That's good. You finally had a right good one. Now. Good night, everybody. I'll show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that part out, Jeff. Cut that part out. Uh, so yeah, Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and I thought the other guy looked like Flea there for no, a second. You know what? I I that's intentional. No, no, it, it wasn't. But it I, wasn't? But I, I, made the, I made the same thing. Mm-hmm. Is like I thought like go, going into this, I was like, oh, yeah, Flea and Anthony Kiedis are this. And then, <laughs> then I was like, well, okay, maybe it's just Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. You know. But uh, I also thought it was kind of interesting that they were the surf Nazi group. Right. But like they got to represent all of the but, sports. But wasn't one of them Latino, and w- didn't they have tribal tattoos, which <laughs> would you know, kind of not be something a neo Nazi would wear? That's like, a good point. Yeah, yeah, that you guy know, definitely was not white. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely like yeah, switchblade or crossbow or whatever the fuck. But that guy's but name was. yeah, but also it's it's like oh yeah, dude, you know, like let me go, let me go to this rally and show off my new like tribal. Tattoo of like indigenous people, you know, like. <laughs> but I'm a neo-Nazi. Yeah, but like so you know, white but power. Still, but yeah. I really embrace this other culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just has an appreciation for the design. Yeah, yeah. That part I thought was a little. He likes pleasure spiked with pain. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were looking that's at? My, it's, it's my no. I wasn't looking at that. No, Sarah's giving Red me updates on what's going on on Raw Baby on Monday Night Raw, and I'm like, ah, cool. Uh, so yeah, because wrestling's way more Spoiler interesting. Spoiler alert: We record on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> now, but <laughs> not, not maybe maybe not for long. Um, so yeah, can can we can we get into the backstory of the Keanu Reeves character here for a second? Sure. That like Johnny Utah, Johnny Utah, mm-hmm. that he was like a former college like football star, and not even from Utah. We find out later he's from Ohio. No, he's from Ohio. I feel but like he's this this former college football star. Mm-hmm. And this is who the FBI chooses to throw in, like, to go undercover. Right. right. Like, wouldn't... Because being an FBI agent isn't exactly, like, confidential. Yeah. Like, CIA is confidential. FBI, 
you can announce that they, they would they would announce that like yeah. someone would be like hey remember Johnny Utah like this this super cool college athlete Who's now he ended a, up going into like he, he went into yeah. government law yeah it's on his LinkedIn profile yeah exactly <laughs> gonna see yeah. That so shit. how how are these people not well, going to know this and also is I'm not an expert in the field but I'm pretty sure one of the basic things you do when you go undercover is get a new identity, identity. <laughs> exactly right. so so like, use your like, actual name yeah like you know it's like what? Like, it's like James Bond introducing himself to everybody as ex- James Bond. Exactly. <laughs> like it's you know, the worst kept secret identity in the world. I'm Johnny Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an FBI I'm agent. Juan, Juan Wyoming. <laughs> uh, I've got to. I've got to make a confession, Joel. Uh oh. I didn't watch this movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Watch. Are you fucking? I didn't, with have, me? I didn't have time to watch this movie. Right, well, you... And then I tried. To, I tried to find it on Netflix today, no. and it wasn't there. Oh, you should let me know. I would have. Uh, it was today, l- Joe. Borrow my copy. It was today. We have. We have ways. <laughs> we have, we we have, have ways. ways of making. But stuff. but I know Jeff. Jeff had seen it, and we had a plan. I was gonna start like just referencing other like obscure Keanu Reeves <laughs> movies, and he was gonna back me up on it. Oh, you son of a bitch! But I driven me crazy. I didn't have the heart. <laughs> I did not have the heart to get. Not, no, I kept waiting. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't like, think what is this gonna happen. Like, I'm waiting for a Matrix reference. Be like, no, dude, wrong movie. Oh, totally no, happened. Wrong movie. Oh, no, I was gonna be like, yeah, but then there was the part where like he and uh, I don't know if you remember the backstory with him and like River Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> you know the sad part on a day like today when I don't even know my own name, I probably would have gone all. Yeah, in I on just would have loved to see Joel and Zappa. Phoenix. Was, the fuck did he show up was he in that? I was like, yeah, he's giving that guy a blowjob at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> when is Johnny Utah flying? <laughs> he's the one, right? He's Johnny Utah. Well, he's the no, one. He's because the that's one. that's when he like starts talking to digital dolphins while he's fighting uh, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. The sad part is you're doing a really good job of keeping up with like what's yeah. actually fucking okay, happening in the here's movie. Here's the thing: I've seen this movie before. I just had, didn't watch it right before right. this. So I can still talk about the film. I just have no specifics. It's not have, about Blue Flame Specials. I have no specifics for you right now. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense now. Well, trust me when I say that The Dark Knight totally ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> the seed from the beginning. Uh, so, so, so what I do know is uh, the uh, I know the love interest in this movie played by Tank Girl's Lori Petty. Mm-hmm. I like Lori Petty as an actress. Yeah. But I feel like she has the hardest time selling me on any chemistry that she has with a co-star. Yeah. I yeah. Don't, I don't think that men are her thing in real life. And uh, <laughs> well, it, it, now we're back on that with Lori through. Petty. No, what? Hey, sorry. That's the vibe she's putting off uh, with her short hair and her like biker shorts. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I was going to say is like, I'm trying to think of a movie where she did have long hair. And I think the longest. A the, League of Our Own. Yeah. I was just going to say A League of Their Own. But. And even yeah. that looked like a wig. Yeah, yeah that's I not mean, her natural hair color. Yeah, right? and that's definitely you know because it's a period piece. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's a bunch of bras. <laughs> see, I was just intimating. <laughs> Joel comes in and bats clean up. <laughs> you mean menopause? Yeah, those chicks aren't having theirs. I hear what you're saying. Oh my god! 2016 is a new leaf, guys. We're gonna be turning it. One more week of this. <laughs> So, but yeah, okay, well, this kind of plays into my whole thing about Catherine Bigelow being the director of this, because there, there, I think there are a few things that her being female don't work. I think Lori, the casting of Lori Petty is maybe one of them. Um, she's not really, uh, not, not, a, not a sex symbol, not sought after. Not that uh, that character has to be, but if 
you're going to cast like the role called for a w- girl who was into like get the in blonde serving- from uh, who who was um, in the Superman reboot? Who was actually in that Blue Crush movie? What's her name? She's gorgeous. oh 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 uh, God! I can't remember yeah, her name. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, she was also in uh, uh, Under the Sea, not Under the Sea, yeah, uh, the Beyond the Sea. Story. That's right. She was under, she was in Beyond the Sea with Kevin Spacey as well. Ah, yeah, there you go. Uh, and See, I can't, I can't remember what her name is, but yeah, no, she did Blue Crush, and it was. All kinds of surfing and stuff. You could have gotten somebody like that. Obviously, she would have been too young at the time. Yeah. But you find a type like that. You find an actress like that. In fact, I'm trying to. I'm racking my brain trying to figure out an actress from 1991 that would have fit that bill. Um, you know, you could have had. Uh, huh. What's her name from Jurassic Park? Oh, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. I, uh, yeah, but she's like tall and spindly, a, and a she little, looks, she's a got little, a surfer body, a right? A little too old, I think, for that though. Even in the 90s? You think Nicole Kidman could have pulled that off? No. No? no. There's no way you're going to get her on a surfboard for any film. <laughs> what if she was the surfboard? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we get Tom Cruise in there to write her. Yeah, and Ewan McGregor. recast. <laughs> and Ewan McGregor can sing to her from the shore. <laughs> totally going off topic here. Yep. But no, I, Lori Petty, there was just something about her. Like I think she fit that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I get that she fit that lifestyle. I didn't buy the relationship. No. Uh, and I don't know whose fault that is. If that's the directing, or I think I think that that would fall under Catherine Bigelow. Direct, you know, casting this chick who seems like really ballsy. You know, she's a mm. ballsy all, all out chick, but I just don't think she had the ability to establish that chemistry with an actor like Keanu Reeves, who was but, at, at that time Keanu Reeves. You know, we we tease. I think he's turned into a talented performer in some respects. Sure. Uh, I think I think Keanu Reeves gets it. Is what I'm trying to say. Like. I think he understands what people think about Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and I think he like plays that to his advantage. Uh, but at that time, <laughs> Keanu Reeves was trying to be like legit, oh, this yeah. serious yeah. actor. Well, he did that uh, Much Ado About Nothing, um, uh, Kenneth Branagh version, which uh, I actually like that film. Him? He, no, like no, him? no, he's the worst part of it. Did you see the Joss Whedon version? I did see the Joss Whedon one. I love that one. It's a really good, really good remake of it. And that. I saw they, they did it in black and white. And uh-huh. it was, uh, man, really, really raw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even in that where he, all you had to do was just be like a, a badass evil person. For, for Really, he has no motive uh-huh. in that movie except that he just likes to cause shit. Yeah. Uh, and he does. So he went, <laughs> he went from that to this, and obviously he's like, okay, I'm going to be a serious actor now. People are going to take me seriously. But he's coming from a history of, like, he's not too far removed from Bill and Ted no, and in at fact, this point. He even does that one scene where, he, where they're trying to get the hair sample on. Do you remember this? Uh, so they have yeah. this concocted, which, by the way, I don't think I buy this premise, that uh, they're trying to narrow down the beach because Gary Busey is convinced that these bank robbers are actually surfers. He's got this half-cocked idea, and nobody will listen to him. Everybody laughs him out of the uh, the precinct, except for Keanu. Keanu's a new hot... He's, he's the new Blue he's Flame. Blue Flame special. <laughs> special on the force. And uh, he, he's... He, uh, let me, you know, tell me your... What's your theory? Well, I think they're surfers. <laughs> let me tell you why. S, S stands for surf. Amazon Fire Stick! <laughs> 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 oh, poor guy! That they're still getting him. Yeah, is this, this movie must have been pre motorcycle accident. Yeah, because he's fairly lucid and, and puts in a pretty Busey esque performance. It's kind of amazing to see Gary Busey like in the first Lethal Weapon as Mr. Joshua, like fighting Mel Gibson on the on Murtaugh's front lawn at the end of that movie, and seeing like how able bodied and like with it he was and in great shape. Right, and then like seeing. I know how how far he's fallen. He couldn't fight an inflatable Santa in this film. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's got this he's got this this idea that he thinks he knows who the who the, uh, the the bad guys are, but he can't prove it. So he needs Keanu to go undercover. Hence Keanu. He's the hot. Nobody's going to believe Gary Busey trying to learn <laughs> how to surf. surfer. <laughs> um, but Keanu, oh, Jesus, it's the parts. Uh, so now they're, they're he's he's buddy buddy with the Patrick Swayze team, but they're still trying to narrow it down to the beach, right? So they're like. If we get hair samples, look at the the acidity level in this hair sample that we collected from this particular beach. All we have to do is pull hair samples from people at other beaches. Are you following along? Like, this, at, the, at the moment, this didn't make any sense to me. And I'm like, this seems like a long way around this for is, what is already a long shot as to who these robbers could be. This is the point break version of them trying to explain the water jug quiz in Die Hard 3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Because they cut out a step. I don't know if you if you remember in Die Hard 3, they have to go through and there's like a whole bunch of things they got to do, like disarm bombs. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that si- the Simon character sends them to do is go to a park and there's that whole, that, uh, that, uh, that riddle of like you know you've got a a, th- a two pound jug and a three pound j- or what is it a gallon a three gallon jug, jug. and a five gallon, gallon jug, jug and you've got to get four gallons and so they go through it but they leave out one step when John McClane and Zeus are like going through the solution <laughs> they leave out a step and so as an audience member you're like wait how yeah how did how did, that how did they always, figure that out yeah I've because, always wondered yeah it's, it's what's the step because they leave they leave a step out of it but it's and so it's a little confusing. That's how this plays yeah. out, where it's like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Step three, profit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter. Just get to the end. Just, just get to the the conclusion of this particular scene. But yeah, so there's a so there's a scene of Keanu, and he's trying to get this surfer dude's hair sample, yeah. and he just kind of comes up behind him. He's like, hold on, dude. He totally <laughs> affects like, Bill from Bill and Ted. What? Is it Bill or Ted? He's uh, Ted. He's, he's Ted. Ted. He's Ted. But you know. I there's a, might be an explanation for that because he might have been also working or just gotten done on the second Bill and Ted movie because oh. both of those. When did that one come out? Ninety one. Holy shit! And, and according and according to IMDb, if you go based off of like you know how it's listed, is it says Point Break came out before Bill and Ted's uh, Bogus Journey in ninety one. Wow! In production at the same time. So are the same studios? Uh, no, I don't believe so. Because I'm like, wow. If I was, no, because this was. Point Break was done by like JVC Entertainment and Largo. Oh, remember when JVC used to make like Nintendo games? No. no. Yeah, they released <laughs> they released the first Star Wars game on the NES. Oh, how what a piece of shit was that? It was it wasn't bad, but it was it a side scroller? I don't remember. It was that kind at all. of it was kind of a side scroller. There were like different different aspects of the game. Yeah. The only problem was like the level design was fucking horrendous. Mm. Like I don't know how the fuck I beat that game. But it was really bad. But for the most part, not too bad. Uh, I mean, it was like the gameplay was okay. It was just the level design really sucked. Mm. But no, JVC, yeah, they had their hands in like everything back then. I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't remember it at all. Like mm. when, when I when when I saw JVC and Largo come up, I was just like, the guys that make camcorders, right? <laughs> the, 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 VHS the, tapes, the the comedy club in LA like what the <laughs> fuck like that that's where my mind went like I I'm, I'm assuming both these companies are no longer around well JBC is just yes. they're not, not financing films they've yes. been they went the way of Canon in Kodak no I meant like Canon film Canon pictures yes I think I mean Canon cameras <laughs> actually both are true aren't they <laughs> come to think of it uh, but you mentioned earlier that the, the writing was was really bad the writing is bad in this movie yeah no performance could have saved some of those lines um, I mean e- even Swayze we haven't talked a, a, enough about Swayze and I don't know if you're about to do that and I'm sorry for interrupting no no I, I just wanted to, there's, there's one line that Gary Busey has when uh, Keanu Reeves is trying to do his old reverse psychology on him and try to get him to tell him what his theory is 
And, uh, oh, where is it? Busey says, uh, listen, you little snot no shit. I was taking shrapnel and caisson while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it in your face. <laughs> while you were crapping in your hands. <laughs> Rubbing it in your face. This seems like one of those Kevin Smith lines that's like way too long on the page. Like, I don't see Gary Busey spouting that off in the middle of a heated. See, and I disagree. I feel like this is a line, <laughs> yeah. like, it was one thing and they felt like it wasn't impactful enough. And yeah. Gary was like, let me have a go. Yeah. Let this me one's for me. This one's for me. Let me just try this one. And then he just like I was doing this before you were before you were shitting in your hands and rubbing it in your face. And then like after he does, he looks and he's like, better, right? Yeah, yeah. Gold. Better. <laughs> I just shit gold right there <laughs> and put and rubbed it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody does that. No, that's nobody that does that. And that's every character. And this is one of those things that I've talked to you about before in movies, where when you're writing something like this, a movie or a, even writing a novel or a, a play, you have to make sure your characters are distinct in their voice. And every character sounds the same. They all talk the same way. And you brought up Kevin Smith. Great comparison mm-hmm. because all of his characters sound the same, especially in his early work. Every character speaks the same way. And that's what's going on here. And then you've got Bodhi, who just like fucking loudly pontificates. Mm-hmm. About spirituality and like right. the fucking, <laughs> he, he has no depth to what he no, says. No, but no. like he, he, but he's like a Jack Handy poem. <laughs> he reminds me of uh, from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the Paul Rudd surfer character. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> yeah, it's Kunu. <laughs> or I try, but don't really try. <laughs> you have to try harder than that. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, that's that was one of the things that that threw me about. Patrick Swayze's character, especially seeing this movie on video after it had already been released mm. in the theaters and like people talking a lot about it. This was huge. This movie was really fucking popular. Still is mm-hmm. super popular. Yeah. I first heard of this movie uh, watching Hot Fuzz, the uh, Edgar Wright <laughs> film. Sorry. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I, I had heard of it before, but I knew little to nothing about it. And I hadn't seen that, that scene, oh that famous God. scene. Where he's uh, <laughs> oh my god, laying, he lets Patrick Swayze get away. He's laying on the ground and just unloads his fucking six shooter into the air. <laughs> yeah. To which I'd want to just finish this off because I want I want to see <laughs> ten minutes later, like the, the aftermath of him just unloading his firearm as as shrapnel, deadly shrapnel, just like taking out pedestrians walking around yes. miles away. That doesn't seem that can't be training protocol no. from the FBI. <laughs> just like. But it was an emotion, okay? Like, he had nothing else he could do. Well, his emotion was responsible for the lives of five individuals. (laughs) Oh, he shot way more shots than that. (laughs) Just saying. A couple of magic bullets. What do you guys think about that ending? Him letting him go. Uh, Like, uh, did they really establish that much of a camaraderie and a friendship for him to, like... No, that that was the thing, is, like, is there really should have been a scene in this film where... Where uh, Patrick Swayze's character was in trouble, and it was like a real, it was as a conflict, uh, you know, uh, of like you know Keanu Reeves being like, I don't know, like, because this could get me in trouble, uh-huh. or should I help him, you know, and then doing something to help to show Patrick Swayze like. Hey man, like you know, like I'm with you guys because really the only thing he does is like they bond over the fact that they that like all the guys know that he was a football he was player, a football yeah. player, yeah. And, and they both banged Lori Petty apparently. Yes, ex- yes, they're Eskimo brothers. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
because like Patrick Swayze does like you know kind of take Keanu Reeves in like really quickly, and also seems to at points like elevate him above the rest of his crew. Yeah, yeah, and he fucking stands up for him yeah. when they're yeah. when they're playing uh, beach football there, and he tackles, he just hardcore tackles that one guy in the waves. Yeah, well, like, and yeah. the guys, what's up? Come at me, bro! Come at me! And uh, Patrick Swayze has his back. Yeah, and so yeah, there should have been something in there to like explain like why they were so close. And then do you also know like I don't know if you caught this, but in the final bank scene, we discover that Patrick Swayze and I believe it's one of one of the other guys. I think it was like Roach. We're brothers. Yeah. What? I, okay, I heard him say that, but I thought that meant just like brother. No, in no, no, the no. Surfer. See, I thought you said the same thing. Ooh. Rewinded it, and he says, "Come on, little brother." Oh, you sure that wasn't just like a. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a, a, a term of endearment. Well, because like you, because like come you would, on, you would brother. sit, you well, you would we sit there and say, wave. "Come on, brother!" But why would you go and say, "Little brother"? Mm, he was shorter than him. <laughs> Actually, he probably wasn't, was he? Because Patrick Swayze's not a not a tall individual either. Yeah. So I mean, I picked so, up on that. I, I took that as like, oh, this is his like actual brother. Because you're right; they do say "bro" a lot and "brother." But like when you, yeah, but, me, it's it's bra. Sorry, <laughs> don't don't want to piss them off. A lot of bras, but like. I took it as like you would not you would not add in little brother unless like it's actually was right. Why would they wait until the very end of the? And that, that was nugget. one of my notes of like, why didn't you flush that? Because also because here's the other reason why I think that it was actually his little brother mm-hmm. because it was he took that really because <laughs> they had the same last name. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but also like he is extremely like visibly upset and like. You know, sits there and like cradles him in his arm for yep. a little bit. Yeah. Like when he sees him get shot, he takes off his mask, uh-huh. and it's just like, you know, if this is just like one of your bank robbing buddies, like you both know, like okay, you we have the chance where one of us is going to get killed, and you know, I, right. you, you got to prepare ourselves for yeah, this. you establish certain things. But like this, when I saw this scene of him cradling this guy in the, <laughs> his arms, I was like. This is to me is like supposed to be something you, more. You know, emotional. That, you know what that seems like. That totally seems like in test audiences, it just didn't play like the peril and stuff mm-hmm. uh, of like Patrick Swayze feeling the loss of one of his buddies. So they like threw in some scene after the fact and were like, "Let's have the scene where he calls him his little brother." Well, and I would buy that because what other like, <laughs> of course we don't buy that he cares about any. He doesn't. He no. fucking flat out doesn't. Like minutes after. So we're near the end of, of that huge action scene. They've parachuted to, to safety. <laughs> the one guy who parachuted before didn't make it. A uh, well, couple shot. guys didn't make it uh, out of the uh, out of the bank. And yet Patrick Swayze gets picked up with the other dude. They're fucking high five and they're celebrating their asses off like, like as if things went as planned. It's like, dude, you kind of fucking botched that heist yeah. five minutes ago. Yeah, no. It's, it's, in fact, you can hear them when they're pulling up. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, cause yeah. They're, <laughs> they're like the vegan police. <laughs> <scum> <laughs> <children> <laughs> well, yeah, because, because the dead guy has the bag of money and they go to take it from him. And one of them's like, we got to bury it. And I'm pretty sure it's Patrick Swayze. He's like, nah, no time. We got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Yeah, th- and once again, that leads to my theory that that actually was his little brother because he was he more mo- no, more he, emotional. He got over it and like very he, quickly. Well, yes, money will do that. <laughs> money, money will do. It's the it's the best cure. <laughs> I, I hear if you sleep with a lot of it around you, it'll 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 cure you of AIDS. Mm. No, no, you got <laughs> no, no, you got to you, you got inject it directly <laughs> into your bloodline. <laughs> Million dollars liquefied directly into your bloodline cures AIDS. Uh, South Park. <laughs> so, anybody have anything else? About this movie? Well, I, I gotta say, that scene that we're talking about, that's kind of when it lost me on the Patrick Stewart 
Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Make, make it so. <laughs> so I totally want to see this movie now with Christopher Reeve and Patrick Stewart. That's my recasting, by the way. Uh, Don't take that. With Patrick Swayze, um, it, it, they would have had more of a bromance, he and Keanu, if, like you said, he didn't turn out to just be like a cold-blooded murderer. And then he kidnaps Lori Petty, or has, has Rosie, do, which is actually a dude, do his dirty work for him, kidnaps her. Dude's like sticking a knife in her throat on it's camera. The robot from the Jetsons. He has he has the <laughs> robot from Rosie. the Jetsons. Oh, no. it's short hey, Mister J. <laughs> Number five, no longer alive. <laughs> but uh, he uh, sets all this up, and and then he just becomes like a a, a bad guy. Like there's mm-hmm. no redeeming qualities. Uh-huh. He's willing to fuck over Keanu and and Lori, his old uh, his old. His uh, sweet desire. But because he had that bullshit fucking sequence with Keanu Reeves where he's like telling him about like the spirit of fucking. That's right, man. It, that's why if at the end. You're calling to you? Keanu is like, go. <laughs> fucking go. Yeah, didn't buy that either. No. So are we to believe that he actually got away? No. Do you think he was no. he died. consumed by the sea? He was consumed. Well, that's what that's what he wanted you he to believe. He went back to the sea. He waited there for, for that 50 years. <laughs> He waited in the water. I like that fucking Keanu Reeves chased him around the world like Carmen Sandiego and ended up in Australia. (laughs) And then just lets him fucking go. And then lets him go. After losing his partner, after losing Gary Busey, your mentor. Well, that's not much of a loss. (laughs) (laughs) You avenge me. Avenge me, brother. Wrong Patrick Swayze movie. (laughs) Wolverine. (laughs) Schnicked. Oh, what else? Um, yeah, so uh, going back, because I'm, I'm not going to let this go, that Catherine Bigelow directed this movie. Um, and it's, I think it's most apparent that a woman was in charge when you have scenes of guys together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all friends in this room. Joe, I've been alone in a room with you several times. Yes. Jeff, every week. And uh, <laughs> there are just some things I that I would that. never, like, I would never just, like, double high-five you and say, yeah, my man. <laughs> When something's going well, maybe we should start. I would never, I would never jump up on your desk and start like pantomiming like I'm surfing and say far out, and then you just egg me on and we had to share a little moment. Yeah, go Joel. Like that's. But if you are, also notice in that scene, like they were drinking. Like there's a scene, there's a part where Gary Busey just kind of takes a big old pull from yeah. a JD bottle. Oh, sure, and I'm pretty. I've sure been around that a was super drunk pro. Joel, and he still hasn't double high five no. me. And, and in fact, that's and we played through a complete game of The Simpsons. We did the arcade. Simpsons. That's right. In real and if time. we were going to do any kind of double high five, in it would have been after that. Perfect moments. Yeah. When Bart is on uh, Lisa's shoulders. <laughs> yes. We're taken down. Crusted the clown. <laughs> Um, yeah, which is a euphemism. I, I tell you what, what guys do do, do uh, do, like we're the ones who like drop penises on each other's faces with sharpies when yeah. somebody passes out. We're not like high fiving, like those all those scenes. You got s- shitty friends. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just need to get hanging I mean, better like, circles. <laughs> yeah, have oh, you ever done that? Oh, come on. I, I mean, like those. I've like written on <laughs> people's faces, but like you not like drawn like a straight up dick. Oh, you got to take your game up a notch, buddy. Oh yeah, because that's something like we should do at our age. Is I'm like, not saying we should. I'm just wow. saying. That, well, <laughs> so this week on my comic life, we're going to talk about some more comic books and video games and toys. We off. don't share. Fuck money. Off. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I, have you been to my place? I love toys and it's video games. My place is slowly turning into your place. I feel like. Yeah. There are all sorts of little. Are you uh, are you, uh, you single white femaleing me? Um, yeah, it's more like talented Mr. Ripley. I think it's going to have a more nefarious <laughs> end. Oh my god. I'll start Harper I'll raise her as my own. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Gosh, little baby. <laughs> 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 
like, I like you better than my short daddy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shut up and get in rides. the trunk. <laughs> wow. Don't you dare put her in a trunk. Uh, well, nobody puts baby in the trunk. Nope. Not even Patrick Swayze. <laughs> well, not anymore. Wow. He's in a trunk. Oh, <laughs> his eternal I, I trunk. I saw that fucking coming, and I thought maybe you would have... No. <laughs> Joe's a real blue flame special. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh this is a fun one. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about John. C. <laughs> I'm gonna McGin- not watch movies from now on. Yeah, we'll just we'll we'll just pick it up. John <laughs> C. McGinley, who is the uh, he's that I'm no Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, why is the doctor from Scrubs all of a sudden yelling at uh, Keanu Reeves? I want your badge on my desk. Um, he uh, is the guy who calls him a, a blue flame special. Where was I going? We with established this? that Damn, I about forty-five minutes ago, and, and then reestablished it about fifteen. Uh, you're gonna have to vamp for me to find my. All right. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, cut this part out, Jeff. Got <laughs> serious about that. Uh, well, if it? you've got any thoughts about <laughs> Point Break, you can always let us know on Facebook. Just look us up in the search bar, put oh, in the editing bay. Here's what I was going to say. So he's he's really upset all throughout this movie, like yes. right off the bat. But then he's he actually has a reason, I think, to be upset when Gary <laughs> Busey is basically taking funds from the FBI to give Keanu Reeves <laughs> surfing lessons last okay, summer. But it does yeah. seem like a misappropriation okay, but, of But funds. here's the thing, though, is is there's obviously, I mean, it's the FBI. There's a hierarchy. So he had to get it approved by somebody. So I think. Yeah, who's signing that check? Well, that's the thing is that's that's who he would, that's who Gary Busey would take his, his theory to. And so I, I just feel like. You you can't throw a rock without somebody having some weird fucking skill when you're auditioning roles for like a, a something you're trying to shoot or cast. Sure, like you're gonna you throw a rock and you got someone. You're gonna have eight million people who have who are like skilled in fencing. Like for some reason, there are so many actors that are skilled in fencing that I don't believe. I think that they're all <laughs> bullshitting because you'll never you'll never have to do something that requires you, should, you to fence. The next time somebody has that on their resume, make them spar with you right, right there. Like I just happen that, to have that, I and mean, because when you do a movie, you're going to have a fucking fight choreographer anyway. Yeah, who's going to show you all the shit that you're, you're going to go through do. training? Like you don't have to come in with your own skills. We'll right. teach you on the job. Training. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like the FBI really seriously didn't have anybody. On on their resume that was like surfing <laughs> motherfucker i know how to surf well, and uh i'm not a former college football star that they might recognize right yeah we've well, got johnny unitas on the team you <laughs> might as well just throw him right in yeah that's the other thing you guys mentioned earlier hey he's supposed to be undercover his very first job uh undercover like and they totally out him <laughs> yes hey aren't you the guy who won the big sc first of all do you remember any I, I, high no. school football I, game no. or college nope. football game nope. from last year much nope. less three years ago i much nope. less remember all the names of the players and then their subsequent career paths i feel the when, same way when i watch the movie city slickers and they're talking about like who, oh, who yeah. did this and who did i'm like i like baseball a lot I don't know those fucking stats, and I don't know that kind of shit for, like, now in baseball. Well, I do believe there are people out there like that. I don't believe they're surfers. <laughs> well, right. That, that's exactly it. Because, like, I have met those people who know those college football stats that, you, you know, would would recognize a player like that. But, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on you. With, with, but that type of person would not spend, like, the night, you know, making a campfire <laughs> on a beach and then turning on <laughs> headlights and night surfing. And then turn out your ex-girlfriend to him. Let's yeah. go night surfing. You want to fuck my ex? <laughs> what? Let's do it. Together? Do you want to do it together? Uh, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else? Because this thing's an hour long. Oh, my God, already. Yeah. I can't like, believe we made it. Seems like just yesterday we started Looks talking like about Looks like we've made Star it. Of course. 
I just had one. Come now, baby. One of the, I guess you could say, like the more famous scenes where uh, Patrick Swayze has has the. (laughs) How's it feel, Jeff? Right? How do you like it? it. Go ahead. Has the. uh, But just look (laughs) at us holding. No, I'm just piling on. Go ahead. Is a. they're at the gas station and he does the flamethrower with the uh, with the gas. Like, <laughs> highly yeah, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, like, like, well, yeah, highly unnecessary, but also, like, I feel like that explosion, just the gas, because like, that's when they start on the foot chase and then the background, you hear the, ex- like, the gas station blow up. Yeah. feel like that would have happened a lot faster. Yeah. Almost immediately. Yes. And have you ever ha- seen the footage of the, the gas station blowing up in Russia? Oh, geez. Like, no. there was a fire at a gas station no. in Russia, and it blew up the entire... Like, someone's filming from, like... Because there's a car fire that's Oof. very close, and someone's filming from an apartment building, like, blocks away. Mm-hmm. They're filming it, and, like, it blows up, and, like, the fucking whole block just goes up. Jesus. Well, yeah, because all yeah. those tanks are connected. Yep. Yeah. So, I... That scene, like, I remember as a kid thinking, like, that's, like, the coolest fucking scene ever. But <laughs> then, like... But then, like, going back and watching it today, I was like... There's a lot of mis like logic and what's going to happen. Like you know, I felt once the he stops. Same exact way watching Howard the Duck with the Leah Thompson getting ready for bed scene. Yeah, where I was like, as a kid, I was like, this is the best scene ever. <laughs> and now I'm like, there's some shit that doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, I still like it. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm have still sexy feeling dreams <laughs> about Leah Thompson and a duck. Oh, about ducks. Uh, but talking about unbelievable. So this is the thing. This is You're my last unbelievable. Okay, so they make a big, de- a big deal all throughout this movie about uh, you surfing. Know, Gary Busey. There's there's some surfing rubbing. to be to be seen. And a lot of dudes. A lot of cum. A lot of slow motion shots of shirtless men. There's probably more men in this film shirtless than there are. How did you feel on. about that? I know you do, you get uncomfortable. It with makes that me stuff. feel queasy in my tummy, Joe. Yeah, uh, I won't lie. It makes me uh, question, have thoughts, start <laughs> thoughts, but then I just push them down. You tell Jenna. You tell you like. Jenna, Jenna, be my Bodie. Put on my tie. <laughs> be my Bodie. I'll be your Johnny. Utah. I'm gonna be your Blue Flame special. <laughs> Young, dumb, and full of cum. Uh, so they make a big deal. Gary Busey says the reason that these guys haven't been caught year after year is that. <laughs> Come back to me, Joe. Is I that just imagine like the the Joel Burton family crest. <laughs> like, Young, dumb, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> Uh, what are the uh, what are the images for that? <laughs> well, be, we know there would be an, uh, an infant, <laughs> and then like oh, Lenny, no. Lenny from A Vice and Men, and then just like a, a splurting cock. Wow! If those are the images, that can be misread uh, very easily. What my family crest <laughs> is? <laughs> that's that's right. Probably ill conceived. <laughs> so they make a big deal. Gary Busey says they've never been caught because they never go for the vault. They're too smart for that. They get in and they just take what's in the cash registers. I don't know why my Gary Busey <laughs> sounds like uh, it's so, Jesse it's, Ventura. It starts so, to so, sound so a little like Jesse Ventura meets Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> they go for the cash register. They never go for the vault, true believers. <laughs> and see, my, my Stan Lee sounds like Peter Falk. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Um, so they make a big deal about never going for the vault, never going for the vault. That's how they haven't been caught. And then in the final climax, when uh, you know Keanu's there on the scene helping him out, Patrick Smazie makes the call to go for the vault. What, what am I missing? There's no and there's because, no argument like, dude, we should go for the vault next time. Well, in fact, they nope. specifically say we never go for the vault. Yeah. Why <laughs> yes. are we going for the vault this because, time? Because in in the scene leading up to well, that, are you shooting, Joel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're doing like He's the doing kill shot. I kill shot. Because in the scene leading up to that, when they're in the back of the van getting ready, yeah. Is Patrick Swayze is sitting there like, you just I need ninety seconds of your time, and then you know you're done. And he's like, and then he goes into this whole thing about like, you know, we because this whole movie he's been talking about the rush and all this other shit, 
And he's like, there's nothing like a rush like this. So I was led to believe that the reason why he's going for the vault mm. was because, like, he needed that adrenaline. It was his white whale? Well, like, yeah, like, it was, it, or more of like, oh, man, we've just hit the register so many times that, like, you know, this adrenaline, like, isn't yeah. doing what it's doing. It. It's like, so X. I got to do it more, you know? This time it's anal. So the vault You're is right, anal, You're right, the vault basically. is anal, yes. I mean, it kind of is when you think about it. No, it's, it's not, a, It's a very tight opening, the target it's, it's not, into. It's not, it's not, like... But it's not in the... It's, uh, it's not a, a rear entry to the bank, though. Yeah, but um, sometimes you need a, a... Not a stethoscope. What do they call that? Uh, listen. <laughs> stethoscope? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> with doing stethoscopes and assholes. <laughs> like... What are you not doing? Just trying to imagine, like, Jenna and Joel, and, like, he pulls out the stethoscope. He's like, you know what this means? You know you can ask your doctor to see, like, to make sure he's, like, you know, real and has a degree and has a medical license. I like to imagine I like to imagine that every woman every woman that Joel's dated has lied to him about what anal is. (laughs) That's where you, uh... (laughs) Like, they they just, like, make out, and she's like, so now we've done anal. (laughs) (laughs) Another notch on the headboard, boys. Uh, no, but so I'm led. To, I, I was due to the scene, uh, the the van ride, and what they were talking about mm. leading up to that robbery. Is to me, it seemed like he needed he needed that adrenaline rush, yeah, and right. he wanted it more. Bad timing though, and, to kick it up a notch because he's basically well, responsible or it was the, the best death. timing because it was like about an hour and a half into the movie. Yeah, mm. and it was also it was also their last one of the summer. So like, yeah, you go know, out big, go big, or go home. Right. You know, it just so happened that was the one where they had the. The, where the everybody fucking died. Cop. Yeah. Only well, because he had the off-duty cop who wanted to be the hero. Some guy trying to be a hero. And don't be a hero. You know. You know what the definition of the hero is? Mm. Somebody who gets other people killed. That's right. That's from Firefly Bruce or Willis. Serenity. Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's from Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. That. Guys, in Armageddon. <laughs> it's the gospel according to Bruce. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else over there, uh, Bodie? I don't Jim. Well, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Oh, oh, oh! Well, yes, yes. I have one more thing. Um. And this is the, the the plot device that gets this whole thing in motion. This is this is their big break, right? Their point break. So we see <laughs> the very first heist, the very first time we see the the, the wet bandits go at it, mm-hmm. and they're leaving. Uh, and there's a shot, and we see the one guy's calling card where he drop he drops trow, right? And he's got what does he have written on his ass cheeks? Thank you. He says thank you. He drops trow, kind of spreads his cheeks, does a little jiggle, pulls back up, and then they run off. And they have footage of this, right? So then we cut to so it's th- it's that shot, and then the shot pauses on this dude's ass, or, or or as he's pulling his pants up, rewinds. It's now black and white, and it's like a, it's like security camera footage <laughs> being rewound. And then we pull back from the TV as uh, Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves are watching this. So are we to believe there's a security camera that's like that's like Steadicam security footage? <laughs> like it was right there and asked, yeah, somebody was walking around, and that's that was their big break because that's what connects him later when he sees that same guy pull that move on the surfboard, he's like, whoa, that's the ass bandit. Like, <laughs> he doesn't call him an ass bandit. No, but wait, but wasn't that scene also when they were back at their office and they were analyzing the film? So They, it, they were anal- know, analyzing. <laughs> well, but, that's but, where you take a stethoscope. <laughs> <laughs> but so, what is that thing called? I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're trying you, to think they, of. You know, they, 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 you're listening. They, they have to listen to the inside of the safe and they stick You're talking about the thing that doctors use. Yeah. yeah. Stethoscope. That, you've you've, you've been using the it's right fucking word. Why do I think that's wrong? I don't know. Because you're talking about the same <laughs> thing doctors use, right? cracking me the fuck up. 
you know what? It, it's like uh, anesthesia and antiseptic. I used to get those two things confused. <laughs> I and also loved Anastasia. that movie. <laughs> that <laughs> uh, Don Bluth by uh, Meg Ryan. That's right. Anastasia. <laughs> Anas- anesthesia. My point is, I think <laughs> the, I think the Zoom was. Post production, oh, yeah. yeah, that's like a CSI thing where what, they what, cause enhance that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze and enhance. <laughs> Ooh, that's the new dance like, move. I like clubs. enhance that ass. <laughs> that's the new. Uh, watch, watch me whip and enhance that ass. Jay Z's back. <laughs> enhance that ass <laughs> from Def Jam Records. Did I ever allow what you to we, make that? What are we doing? Make your final point, Jeff. Uh, I don't, no, I, I I just made it, and we're, okay. we're good. All right, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. What did uh, What did Point Break do right, Joel? Uh, man, I like Jim. the way I like the way some of those action scenes. <laughs> well, Johnny, I like the way some of those action scenes are shot. Like I mentioned, the Dark Knight uh, bank heist at the beginning, even the, the elongated running chase scene, and that car scene there, it, there's a lot of connect and there's a ton of like stunts in this movie f- between the uh, the surfing and the skydiving mm-hmm. um it's 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 well shot it's a nicely shot uh, action it's movie. actually where i was going to go was the stunt mm. the stunt coordinating yeah. uh, i thought that that was pretty impressive at least from what i remember from this movie uh, but i thought you know to have this much going on like ex- this is extreme sports before extreme sports existed, right? Uh, and that was exciting. That was exciting to watch. That was what the big draw was, I think, for this movie. Besides it being like you know the 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 bro out you know cr- crime drama that it was. I thought that was pretty exceptional. What do you think, Jeff? Well, I can't say the same thing now, but like <laughs> sure you can. We do but, it all the time. But but really, that's what it was. Is like is I felt like. I felt like this movie followed a formula that we see in a lot of old action films where it's like, we're going to start with a little bit of action and then we're going to, you know, build the story. And then like the last part of the movie is just going to be nonstop action. Uh-huh. And, you know, while I like I, I, I and I like that as I liked that, you know, it was pretty much like the last like 45 minutes was when it was just like, go, go, go. And, and I liked that, you know, as I do wish it would have been sprinkled in more throughout the film. I do like when that's done more. Uh-huh. But like. But, like, it was a solid, like, you know, just nice little 45 minutes at the end of the film where it's just, agree. bam, like, well, in your face. And that, that that chemistry that you're talking about, it dates back to, at least that I can remember, like, the original 310 to Yuma, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you've got, like, your action beats, your action beats, and then the end is, like, whoa, balls out yep. fucking gunfight, uh, which the, the, the remake of 310 to Yuma was pretty good. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, Hateful Eight yet? Sorry. Me. I have not, no. Mm, um, yeah. I'm not sure what to... Well... I was all excited about seeing it in 70 millimeter, mm-hmm. and now I don't think I'm going to. Yeah. Because they're talking about like, the film is breaking. It's not a br- they're using these old projectors to display, um, and they don't look as good as the you digital You have to prints. keep up those projectors, yeah. too. If you're oh, going to show movies like that, you need to upkeep that shit. I feel like for the budget of this movie, if they're going to take it on the road, can't they make a couple of new ones? They're using some from the 60s. Man. Is that really? I, I just feel like every theater should have at least like one or two traditional projectors yeah. they're not that hard to keep up with yeah. you just need to make sure you keep them clean oil them up that's where i got my stuff i worked in movie i worked in a movie theater for like two three years yeah. as a projectionist that was great you know it's yeah. it's it's at least for me it was kind of calming to like spend some time and clean the machines yeah. out make sure that they were in good working order but it takes a, it takes some work you yeah. can't just like wipe it down and be like all right ready to go right no yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like just going off on this. No, this no. Tangent. Well, I have very unpopular opinions about digital versus film. I'm I'm very much in the digital camp. I like film. But I, I like I like the film. Experience. Yeah, but you know what? And speaking from a, a, 
former projectionist. I get it. But speaking as a former moviegoer who always got movies like a month after they were out in theaters, you're always getting those old prints that have been passed around like a two dollar whore from all yeah. the other theaters in bigger cities. By the time they get to me, they got the crinkles and the pops. Yeah, and the sound gets off and it's all out of. And the projectionist is always. Doesn't, doesn't know how to frame it right. You all see the boom mic sticking up yes, the top. Yeah. So it's like, I just want some dumb monkey up there to hit a button. <laughs> I just think that it's funny that we lived in a time where, like, that footage, like, the boom mic and shit was still visible, like, yeah. in the film print. Like, why the fuck don't you take that out? Like, Oh, they still do. Well, because it's up to, to the projectionist to frame it properly, but center it up. why right? is that on your print? <laughs> like, go through your fucking film and take that be, shit out. There's got to be spillover. Yeah. There's some technical reason for yeah. it that I can yeah. tell you about. Uh, what did this movie do wrong, Joel? Uh, for me, man, it's it's the faux bromance, and really any time that two male characters are supposed to uh, act like they're BFFs and, and be sharing a moment, and I'm sorry, I, I, I just think that that's something you have to experience as a man to understand how men relate to each other, and we don't high-five and, and uh, share knowing glances across the room, like it's, we smack it's, each other on the, the ass. It's the equivalent that we've mentioned before when you can tell when a man has written dialogue exactly. for women. Exactly. Oh, it works both ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work when men try to do it. I don't think it's very successful it, when Kevin Bigelow tried to do it. Very rarely. Um, well, I'm going to kind of build on what you said. Not only did I not buy the bromance when, I've seen, when I saw this movie, I didn't buy any romance in this. Yeah, I didn't Patty. buy any of the relationships between people because I feel like there's they got so stuck in trying to make an action movie mm-hmm. that the 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 character development falls by the wayside. And then when they try to focus on it, it just comes across disingenuous and you I I can't I can't I can't get pulled into the story on that level. Jeff, see, I can't tell if it's the casting or the writing because like it's like you know, I, I definitely agree with what you guys are saying is I don't believe, you know, don't believe the relationship between Keanu Reeves and, you know, Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. and him and, you know, uh, Tyler. Um, and, like, I can't tell. like, is it because of how it was written or is it because of how uh, or is it because of the actors? And if it was written better, would these actors still have been able to pull it off? Like, I know Patrick Swayze would have been able to, you know, but, like, at this point in time. I don't think Keanu Reeves would have, like, you know, even if he had better dialogue and, you know, better scenes, like, I, I still don't know if he would have been able, at this point in his career, be able to pull off, like, some big emotional scene. Mm-mm. So it's like, so I don't really know if I would say it's the writing or the casting because I feel like it, that you would have to basically just get, just redo both, is get mm-hmm. someone in there who can write who can write better and then find someone, find other actors, not the entire cast. You know, I think Gary Busey yeah. was what, for what his character called, like I was, you know, would have been better if he was after the accident, but like, <laughs> you know, but, but like Amazon fire stick, <laughs> you know? So, so like, I, I think really what it is, I think it would have been like, you you would have to get a new writer and then get someone not, Keanu, not 1991's Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. And uh, definitely uh, not uh, Lori uh, Petty. Uh, Petty, because like you said, is she's done other films where it's like, I don't believe you, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. So, so I don't know if I would say writing or casting mix of the two. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I can, I can see that. Joel, did you ever see John Wick? I did. Yeah, fucking so good. good. It was fun. It was really, a fun movie. Really good. They're making a sequel now. I'm yeah, excited. they are. Yeah, I, I'll see it. I'm excited about it. I'm kind of like I don't think you're going to capture that weird, like unexpected lightning in a bottle again. Yeah, it's it. 
Well, well you, you can't kill a puppy twice. No, you <laughs> so cannot. There has to be another. <laughs> you can, like, no. <laughs> Please, no more <laughs> like, killing puppies. That was, Just stop. I think that's what sent it over the Although, edge for so yes, many yeah. people. Like, you, like, what Although, the fuck? if you're trying to set up a villain, that what better way to do it? Yeah. But, but, well, that's the opposite of saving the cat. Yeah, killing the puppy. Kill the puppy. <laughs> but, I mean, but <laughs> the next but, book. But he, he got everybody. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like John Wick, I think, was, they were like, all right, one and done. Because he gets all the people he's trying to, right? Yeah. 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 He, he gets the big Russian guy and he gets his son that actually killed mm-hmm. the and stole the car. So it's like. Several other people in between. So who is left to do the revenge? Like, yeah. you can't. I mean, like somebody else wrongs story. him. Somebody, yeah, uh, I think it's something from his else. past because there's so much in his past. I that think that would be great if it was a prequel, prequel yeah. if it was a story before this, yeah. because this is a great ending. J- Johnny to a character, Johnny Utah, <laughs> uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, <laughs> wow, he's played a lot of Johnnies. Huh? Yeah. Yes, yeah, angry yes. Johnny. <laughs> this is Jezebel. <laughs> I love that song, by the way. Still love that song. Hold on. All right, so if if we were to to remake. Point Break, mm-hmm. which is already being done. It's already been done. Yeah, it's out uh, now. But, but if we were going to do our own remakes of Point Break, what would we do? Uh, Joel? Uh, I have a I have a, uh, a, an entire cast that I've supplanted into this uh, movie okay. as well. Is it, should I, I just blow it right now? Yeah, just go ahead because I've got – you know what? No, because you've done the most work on this. Have I? <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and I'll give you my recasting of my director. Let's hear it. Uh, Jeff, did you recast it all? Yeah, I did five. Okay, then I'll go, and then we'll let Jeff go, and right. then we'll let uh, Joel be the coup de grace. I'll probably do the same five as well. Uh, all right, so I'm only going to recast my my three mains mm-hmm. uh, for the the Johnny Utah character, mm-hmm. Alex Winter. <laughs> for the <laughs> Bill for Ted <laughs> for the for the Bodie character, uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> okay, and because they were in. Uh, Red Dawn together. That's what it was. Yeah, okay, he I played. He played movie. his little brother in Red Dawn. <laughs> uh, and for the Lori Petty character, uh, I'm going to cast Gwen Stefani. Oh, interesting. Because she's kind of the Lori Petty. Very much so of today. I like that. Uh, all of this directed by um, uh, who do I want to have direct this movie? Uh, let's go with Michael Mann. <laughs> let's have Michael yeah. Mann. He likes he likes to do bank robberies. Good we'll idea. Go with Michael Mann for this. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Uh, for the uh, John C. McGinley character, the uh, captain, Scrubs guy, I went with uh, Tim Roth. Nice. Oh, and nice. Then, uh, Lori Petty, I uh, went with uh, Joey Lauren Adams. <laughs> Whoa! Aforementioned uh, Kevin Smith. Yes, yeah. Alyssa Jones. Uh, Gary... You know Alyssa Jones? Man, I know Alyssa Jones. <laughs> you mean finger cuffs? <laughs> uh, uh, Gary Busey's character, uh, Bruce Campbell. Oh my god! Oh, nice. Uh, Ke- oh, that's great. Uh, He's already wearing the Hawaiian T-shirt and everything. <laughs> yeah. From uh, what's that? Like my Sam X. Yeah, from Burn Notice. Thank uh, you. Keanu Reeves uh, gonna get a uh, Chris Pine in there. Oh, a little Star Trek action, like it. And then uh, Patrick Swayze uh, gonna replace him with uh, Chris Pratt. Fuck it. Uh, that's good. I almost did that too. That's good. It was the first time, like you kind of saw Patrick Swayze up front, and he's got that doofus <laughs> surfer look in the, and he kind of does one of these. <laughs> like a little, a little I'm like, hey guys, what's up? And I'm like, Chris Pratt would fucking nail the hell yes. out of that. Yes. Uh, but alas, I did not do that. I took uh, the entire cast, not the entire cast, but selections from the cast of um, Cats. Star Wars The Force Awakens <laughs> oh, because God, it is still on my mind. And uh, when you think about it, we have some 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 good recasts happen. So um, <laughs> the John C. McGinley character. The, Played uh, by BB-8. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, uh, Emperor Snoke, actually. 
Oh, wow. He's going to be computer generated this time. <laughs> By Andy Serkis? Is this going to be Andy Serkis? No, John C. McGinley. Uh, how about the Domhnall Gleeson character? Um, since he plays the, Huck, the kind or of Huck's. Nazi. General Hux uh, would play the, uh, what is he, the police sergeant? Whatever. Yeah. He's their bosses. Lori Petty. Of course. Got to go Daisy Ridley. Get Ray in the Lori Petty role. Uh-huh. Gary Busey. Uh, the the aged, uh, no. semi-retired no. cop uh, who has the great no. idea. Yeah, don't, that's right, Harrison Ford. Oh, Harrison God. Ford. Why would you do that? We'll stand in for Gary Busey. Well, they have similar fates. Uh, Patrick Swayze, the Patrick Swayze role. Uh, how about Oscar Isaac? Nice. He's going to be the surfer. Poe Dameron. The ne'er-do-well. Uh, and then, of course, Keanu Reeves, play a bad guy uh, in uh, Force Awakens. But uh, in this movie, Adam Driver will be playing the Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Well, I almost see that as the surfer, right? Can you yeah, see him? And I, I can Oscar see that Isaac, him laying on his back, firing a blaster into the yeah, air six yeah, times, yeah, yeah. trying to surf with his his ears catching the wind. There you go. And all this is going to be directed by uh, somebody. Since this is J.J. Uh, Abrams, well, since it's J.J. Abrams' sloppy seconds cast, uh, Justin Lin is familiar <laughs> with doing that since he's taken over the Star Trek franchise. So Justin Lin will be directing my recast of Point Break. Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, all right. So if you've got any thoughts about Point Break, if you've actually watched it and have something that you'd like to say about either my bullshitting trying to follow along on the conversation or what Joel and Jeff or Jim and Jeff have had to say about this movie <laughs> uh, then you can go ahead and write us back on Facebook in the search bar put in the editing bay find that picture of the woman with the bleeding eyes that is us I know I just like <laughs> went through that word without saying the complete thing mm. uh, the woman with the bleeding eyes that's us you could talk back to us there and give us your suggestions for movies that you would like to watch uh, see us hear us uh Feel us. I- experience us mm. <laughs> talking about in the new year. Uh, you go ahead and put those suggestions there. We've also got a website, right, Joe? We sure do. It is editingbay.com. And speaking of new year, uh, we are preparing for our uh, brand new first episode of 2016, which is our second annual Masturbation Fest. That's We're right. <laughs> just sit around this table and jerk <laughs> it on Jeff's computers and stuff. We're definitely going to be uh, instacasting that one or whatever it's called. Rabble TV. What's the what's the other one? Periscoping that? Yeah. Per- periscope. My Periscope. <laughs> See what I did there? No. Uh, editingbay.com. We have a little tab there now for the 2016 Eddie Awards. The polls are officially open. Please go there. Cast your votes. Your voice can be heard. Uh, there are <laughs> such... Because this is a student <laughs> council at least, at least your clicks. Your clicks will be counted. <laughs> oh, there are such uh, categories as best impersonation. That one has an audio soundbite to go along with it. Uh, also, by the time you're hearing this, we're going to have audio sound bites of all of the guest hosts from 2016, of which there were plenty. So many, though. <laughs> Wait, that is not what <laughs> we that, talked about that earlier. That is not happening by that tomorrow. <laughs> not what we talked about earlier. No, I'm, all the guest hosts. So, like, we're going to bring in like. <laughs> Everyone. No, I said there are clips of all oh, the guests. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to like, bring everybody in. I, was I like, know. Uh, I know. I was like, <laughs> Joel, like, you cannot <laughs> announce this shit without fucking talking to me first. Five people will be in your apartment. <laughs> all right? Like, <laughs> like, I don't put my foot down a lot, but this is straight up fuck you. No, we're we're talking, not doing this moment. Talking about the website. On the website. <laughs> okay. Here, okay. Here are the clips. Jeff and I went to the same place. <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> fucking two no. dozen people in this bitch. To refresh your memory as to what the voice sounded like of the person so you can more accurately accurately cast your votes for the Eddie Award. So please go there. Uh, we're uh, well into the double digits as far as how many posts we have there. We're going to try to see if we can get triple digits, something we didn't get last year. Uh, be a nice little turnout. Yeah. Uh, and that'll be uh, next week's episode, right? The uh, yes. 2016 Eddie Award. So you yeah. got one more week. <laughs> if you're listening to this now, uh, cast your vote before <laughs> Jeff's... <laughs> 
spits water <laughs> over all of the equipment. The other thing I did say we could do earlier, we can now not do. Uh oh. We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> all right. There uh, we go. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, if you get us on your uh, on your Apple device, go to your podcasting app and leave us a review and a rating. Just go ahead and uh, turn it on. Do the uh, the search function and search for Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up all of our shows. But go ahead and tap on the editing bay and again leave us a five star rating and a review. We would appreciate that. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and check out our other shows on the Next Wave Radio Network. We've got my uh, comic life with Jeff and Sam this week talking about not a goddamn thing because we're taking this week off because Sam's still out of town. Oh, okay. That's cool. Happy New Year, Samuel. Can't yes. wait for you to get back. Uh, he he posted on Facebook his top 10 movies of the year. Yeah, and I had I, some issues with a couple of them. I did too. And yeah. it was going to be what we talked about the first show back of the new year of how, like, I haven't seen Ex Machinima yet. Ex Machina. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. There's a YouTube channel like called Machinima that... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Unrelated, okay. unrelated. Okay, anyway, <laughs> but putting that as your number one movie of 2015. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a good flick. That's what I've heard, but I have a hard time believing anything beat, like Mad Max. Yeah, Mad Max is so good. Is that yours, Joe? No, I don't know. Movie? I haven't gone through my, my movies of the year, but Mad Max is going to be up there. I mean, yeah. Like Mad Max will be up there. Creed will be up there. Mm. This new Star Wars flick will be up there. But, man, there's some other movies, too, that I'm going to be like, ooh. Yeah. But Mad Max is... It might it might be my top of the year. I don't know. Is right now is it was my number one until I saw the Reverend, uh, the new. Uh, oh, and like was it good? Fuck yeah! That is like, whoo! That's a good one. Yeah. So, I mean, those two are tied for number one. So you'll be life. talking about that when you guys come back. Yeah. Oh, Sam's bullshit list. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there there were some other films on there. Where Dude, I was you put like, fucking like Jurassic World on there yeah. over. Age of Ultron, and I was like, yeah. I didn't like Age of Ultron that much, but, but it was way better than Jurassic yeah. World. <laughs> you see, that's what I'm saying. Is so uh, not so. Uh, what is it? The first Tuesday of uh, January. Yeah, January fifth. Yeah. January fifth. Yes, we. Uh, I'll be calling Sam out on his bullshit list. All right, make sure you check that out on my comic life. Leave them some love, and we've also got uh, MVP, the most valuable podcast. Where Matthew and Danny talk about so we can't even talk to them right now. I feel like you get this advantage where I'm like, so what are we talking about this week? And you're like, blah, we're gonna do this, and then I'm just like, well, check out Matt and Danny. They talk about sports. Um, There's hot stove stuff. Hot, st- <laughs> hot stove stuff. I'm not That's exactly new. sure. You just got Jeff. I don't. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I hear them say it a lot. <laughs> I think it has something to do with baseball. Or no, I thought it was sexual because they're never cooking anything. <laughs> it's a Dutch oven. So like a blue flame special. Yes. Oh um, yeah. Leave leave ratings and reviews for all of the next wave shows. If you don't have an Apple device, you've got an Android. You can also uh, search the iTunes library and find us using the Podcast Addict and Podcast Republic applications. Uh, and uh, and I think that's it. Yeah. Next week we'll be back with uh, the 2015 Eddie Awards. It's going to be exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I am too, mostly because it's uh, we're mostly playing clips and we don't have to actually talk. And you've got just a couple <laughs> of days left to uh, to order an Editing Bay t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Everybody who orders an Editing Bay t-shirt in the month of December is entered into the drawing for this signed Sean Aston picture. I think I've caught everything. Um, I'm ready to, to end this thing and go home. <laughs> Let's do it, man. All right. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.